When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. Let's get to some of the callers. RJ? Yes, Hey, Zeus or Jesus is on <laughs> What do you think he should be? If you had to guess, where would you go? <laughs> I'm hoping hey, Jesus. <laughs> if we have Jesus himself online, too. I guess it's Jesus. Hi, Jesus. It's actually Jesus. No! No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that was funny. This DiPietro and Rothenberg. So disappointed. I listen to you guys every day. Who the heck is this John Windrow taking away your personality? <laughs> On 98.7 ESPN. So John Winter, our esteemed program director, finally decided, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to show up to work. And he's here. It's nice one. Very nice. Yeah. And thrilled to see him. Looks like a million bucks. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world. Refuses to give us any credit for anything. A- ever. Right. Asked him the questions that we've been discussing on air. We got some very interesting answers. He said he would take Disney over the Jets winning a Super Bowl because that would affect his whole family. And, and that would want to be selfish. Permutations that he couldn't even get into. However... Well, ho, ho. yeah, but he also said too when you make and he did the actual handshake. You, did you notice that? When you make the deal, and right? He showed you like how how we would make the deal takes away from the enjoyment. He thinks right. Well, if you know the Jets are going to win, now is it as exciting going on that journey? Yes, you, I don't know. It wouldn't be the the end is exciting. The, yeah, but not if you know. Well, how nice would that be? You know what? We're going to. You'd rather not know. Well, it doesn't say you didn't say when they had to win it, did you? No, no, but but if he's taking this deal, then it's he knows they're going to win at some point, so it takes away that like okay, exci- I, th- I understand that, but he also said he loves and this all of you guys are wrong. I know him better than you. He said he he loves the Jets more than he loves Disney, and I said, do I love the Giants more? You love Disney more, and he said, not even a debate. You love the Giants more, not not even a question. I think he would debate you as to whether he likes the Jets more than you like the Giants, though. No, it or wouldn't. if it's equal. No, he wouldn't. Well, after listening to how he just probably plans his Disney trips and everything else, it's there's, he could make a strong case. There's no way he loved no RJ. Adores the man he's the, he's missing two days of the Disney Niners. for the Jets. So what? It's a big commitment. Uh, would he take out a loan? Yeah. No, I don't think so. John, shake your head if you take out a loan for the Jets. Take out a a a, a, a big numbered loan. Big number. He's fifty fifty. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but you weren't the same guy back then. John, do you think... I can, where is he? He's hiding. On our Yankees. Do you don't see him? Are very right now, I, now I see him. Okay. Do you love the Jets more than I love the Giants? Give him the microphone. Yeah, he does. I don't know if I love the Jets more than you love the Giants, but I'll say this, even though you mock me about my YouTube TV, I think I love NFL football more than you love NFL football. <laughs> oh, yes! I, I, I'm not even joking there. 
Like, I don't miss He's a serious? game. You're serious? Like, you're being serious. I don't miss I'll, a preseason I'll, game. Now, I want you to get up out of that chair and now challenge him. Fight him. Go you ahead. You like the Giants more than I like the Jets, maybe. But I, I like NFL football Repeat those words you said to RJ's uh, dad. There's no way this is true. There's <laughs> okay. zero ch- What do you think? What do I think? Yeah. I, I would, and by I would, the way, can we eliminate the word, the phrase NFL football? You're saying National Football League football. Yes, we get it. NFL. Just stop at NFL. Well, some people really love college. I like college too. You, uh, you know, I'll give you college. I think you love the, college football more than I love college football. Yeah, NFL, right. no chance. Maybe you're much more okay. into the new UFL, Dave. You don't know. Zero chance. I don't. They've actually the combined though. They just combined it with the XFL. Uh, I would say you. Yes, thank you. He, he doesn't have YouTube TV. His red zone take was he doesn't. I mean, John, you, you punted on YouTube TV. I the red zone gives me everything I need, and and and, and there right there, I have two TVs. Why do I need more than that? I have six. <laughs> I, okay. I mean, six, six TVs. By the very way, close together too. You guys have struck a much better balance. No, than so I think the meeting served its purpose. Oh, really? Yesterday it was a little off kilter, and I. Put it right back where it needs you, to be. You, you got a lot of very negative, nasty emails today. I saw and tweets and Instagram posts, and it's okay. Listen, it's hard work getting you guys to the top, and if if it takes nasty social media towards me, you're willing, I'm to, willing to take to, those slings and arrows. You're like a radio Sherpa, is what you are. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh, People yeah. don't know the the Dave is a master web weaver, but uh, <laughs> I think only topped by me. <laughs> I love when he comes in and then he goes immediately. Lucky for me. Lucky for you guys. Thank, I gave thank you, goodness for you. Yeah. Yeah. You, I gave so, you all So this. you think you're a puppeteer. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you're the Geppetto of this game. <laughs> I mean, look at just the direction of today's show. Right. Without me, you guys would be, you know, a one-oared boat just going in circles. <laughs> just going around and around. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. But I gave you that second paddle. Right. So. That's what he did for us. Thank you. Thank you. Really, thank you, John. No, John. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank oh, you. That's for... right. I should have said you're welcome. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> yes. What I've done is given you the second battle. Thank you. <laughs> what, a, what a treat that man is. Let's go to some of the calls back to sports. You like the sports, yes? Oh, I'm all sports. Yeah, I, lo- I love them as well. Uh, Dave Manhattan. Dave, hi. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, let me just ask this question to you guys about the Giants. Saquon's gone, right? Let's just say he's not returning. That's what gone means. Daniel Jones. Right. Okay. Daniel Jones is not under center game one of the new NFL season. Who's the leader of this Giants team? Since they had 10 captains last year and that failed miserably. Who's the leader of this team? That's a huge void to fill. I think you'd probably Don't go who's the leader of the offense more than the team. I think the, the defense has some leaders. I think Dexter Lawrence, leader. I think Okereke, leader. I think, I think Thibodeau Thibodeau McKinney could, was a leader. McKinney, if he's back, leader. Like Kayvon Thibodeau wants so, to be a leader. Right. Uh, offense, uh, I don't know. Well, I'm hoping it's going to I mean, I, I hope Andrew Thomas is a leader. Right. Your quarterback has to be a leader. Well, but, but, he, but in, his, in his situation, in his scenario, Daniel Jones not back and right. healthy yet. Which I, which I think he's wrong. No, but listen, I'm, I, I'll tell you what. I mean, I... That call is not a bad call because I'm. I, I think why you felt like it may have started to shift a little bit this season was because of how I think Saquon was able to kind of right the ship a little bit. There was a real chance of that. I mean, if there wasn't strong leadership in that locker, this that it could have spiraled out of control. Yeah. Which you know what, in actuality, might have been a blessing had it spiraled a little bit. And then you're going to end up with three wins, and then you I have guess, the second pick. I guess, but remember at the time, though, yeah, I mean, you were saying that, but there were a lot of people, oh, Brian Dable, 
it's a Joe Judge situation? Does he stink as a coach? Right. So now you have that answered, but now to get that quarterback, you might have to mortgage the future to move up and grab the quarterback. Well, unless they love J.J. McCarthy. I mean, Which, just say he's going to be in the top 10. Yeah, that's what, that's what I've been told. I've been told the more you learn about him and the more like testing he does, the higher up the draft boards he's going to go. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Marco Brooklyn. Hi, Marco. Hey, what's up, fellas? I hope Winthrop's going to be in tomorrow. My rose is going to be for him. Oh, oh, he's here. Yeah, he's, he's in right now. He's you, in right now. You know what? As a sneak peek, Marco, Oh, do you have a message that you'd like? I mean, John is right here. Do you have a I mean, message you'd like, I, you'd like to send to him? I, mean, I had a fake one take, but I'll, I'll give him a little Well, you can, you, we're, no, we're in a rush. Go ahead. Give us your, give us your fake morning. one take and then, and then go after John. All right, so I'll give you my take. So my fake one take. Um, I think he's slightly overrated. I think people want to give him all this money because of, you know, he's such a nice guy and the leader in the locker room. But production-wise, he's not in the same stratosphere as Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. Uh, he, he didn't even have 1,000 yards rushing this season. I think he was 15th in rushing this season. So, and I think people always say, you know, he's like the biggest player in the team. There's all 26 jerseys in the stadium. But the Giants don't really have any talent. It's not really saying much. It's not like he's on the Niners. And it's all right, question. Marco, when healthy, Saquon Barkley is okay. what number running back in the NFL? I would say he's top seven, top ten. Top, no. Go ahead. Give me, give me, your, give me your list. He's, he's better than top ten. Come on. Give me your list. All right. So, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Clearly. Derek Henry. I don't know, but go ahead. If if they're both healthy, I'm not sure, but okay. Um, Nick Chubb. All right, Chubb's a good one when they help. Yeah, um, you said both healthy. Yeah, Kyron Ky- Ky- Williams. I mean, Williams had a Marty great Gibb. year. I don't know that you take hey, Williams over Kieran Saquon. Williams had a really good Ky- year. Kyron. Yeah, I don't know that you take him over Saquon, but oh, oh fine. All right, so so let's say top five to seven. I, I just don't think well, he's twelve but, million dollars worth. Right, but to, I mean to the to the Williams one. I mean he's more ascending. He is more ascending, but his his career is not as good as Saquon's. No, but been. we're not he doing had, he had one. This is the problem when you start doing contract think, stuff. You're not paying for career achievements. I, You're paying I get for it. you know future performance. I get it. But I think I think people just fall in love with how such a, like how good of a guy he is and stuff like that. Well, and I think that's like, important yeah, that's though. Great and all. Listen, I think that's important. I mean he's one of he's one of the. I think he's probably more valuable. For those reasons, on a to, team. no, no, I, yeah, I, I think he's more valuable on a better team. But I just think he's there's a value you could put on him to the Giants being the vocal, you know, vocal leader in the locker room, face of your franchise, like that. That stuff's important. But I mean, this is a different regime now, right? Joe Shane didn't draft Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I also got a quick question about a whole thing. If you think of well, hang on, hang on. I, I thought you wanted to go after John. We don't have time for everything. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So my, my roads for John. I think, you know, I'm a big fan of the K-Show. I love the K-Show as well. I think when Michael's out and they have Peter drive the show, I think it's extremely disrespectful to Don LaGreca. I don't think he'll ever say anything because he's such a good guy. Oh, no. But he's been on that station for 20 years. I think he's obviously a better but sports this has, culture host. But I thought, I thought you were going to like go after John for what he said about our show. I didn't realize you were bringing the, incorporating the K-Show <laughs> into this whole thing. Oh, well, he's the boss. No, he runs. He, he makes what he calls all the shots. Right. He does. That was that. That underwhelmed me. I thought that was going to be. Yeah, that for didn't Marco. go where I thought it was going to go. No, I wouldn't undersell the leadership part of this, though. No, I think it's important. But how, how much are you willing? Well, to you're pay not going to pay him sixteen million bucks. Sixteen? No, I mean that's no. he brought McCaffrey. That's McCaffrey. No, 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 no. no. But twelve's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess at that position, 
I mean, uh, let's just say you who spend else do you have? six. I know, but on... who else do you have, though? I mean, you, you also have three picks in the top 50. Right. So you figure you're going to bring an influx well, and, and money to spend free agency and more money to spend free agency if well, you don't keep guys, Saquon. Your guy's gone. Sounds like T. Higgins is going to be gone. Uh, right. right. I, I was reading something yesterday that said maybe they could sign him, tag him, and then trade him. Tag but, and yes, trade? Yes, it, it sounds like... Probably not going to wind up with All him. right. So, I mean, he's still your best offensive player. Mm-hmm. Or would still be your best offensive player until you draft someone or sign someone or whatever. He's, I mean, he's the un- one of the unquestioned leaders in your locker room. Face of your franchise. I think you put a value on that. I mean, I think it's probably less with Joe Shane because he didn't draft him. But, I mean. It, but it's not like they're saying we don't want him. We just don't, no, may, it, may not want him at that number. Listen, after, after the year he had and then giving him the franchise tag, I think the writing was pretty much on the wall. Right now. To have the season he had, then you're like, oh, no, we're going to franchise you. February 15th. Yeah. Saquon is back with the Giants. No. I don't think so either. No, I think he has free agency. And then someone will pay him. Someone's going to pay him. More than the Giants will pay him. My huge concern. Plus the time, just for Saquon, I know, like, once he hits free agency and, you know, gets to be shopped around and everything else, doesn't he have to come to the realization, too? Like, this thing is, like, how many more years do I have in my... You know, of my prime years left, and do I want to win a champ or at least compete for a championship? Because say it's two years, the Giants aren't going to be the Giants aren't close to a championship in two years. No, and he's six years in now. Well, it's the shelf life of the running no, back. That's what right? I'm saying, though. My big concern, Dallas. That would That'd that be tough. that would that be would be tough awful for, for me, and that would just be the kind of guy that Jerry would love to bring in. I'll tell you right now, I don't see that happening. Okay, I'll tell you right now. Well, you know something? No, no. I just. They, You're talking to me. Yeah. No, nothing. I'm just, that's just a concern. Sandy doesn't believe it. I don't see them spending that type of money on the running back position after what they just went through. They, but they just spent, what, $10.5 million on a guy that stinks. Yeah. Well, well that didn't stink. It didn't stink. Yeah. He, he did Mediocre. fine. He's, Mediocre. Yeah, that's fine. They were connected. Dallas, wasn't Dallas connected to uh, Derrick Henry before the deadline? Yeah, I'd be careful. some talk I, about that? I'd be careful about that. No, I'm just saying, that was the name that you heard. Yeah. And you're probably going to hear a lot, a lot of it now that he's going to be free. Yeah, but you're but, going to have to spend a lot of money on him. See, I, I don't, I don't know that that's a good move either. And, and he's been in the league more than uh, Saquon, and he's he's got a lot of miles. A lot of, a lot of miles. He's going to have a precipitous drop off, like when it goes like, like Sean Alexander kind of drop off, because he's he takes such a such a beating beat. every single game. I just don't understand why they didn't trade Saquon at the deadline. If you're not going to keep him, that's what I mean. Like it makes, no, it makes zero sense, especially if you look big picture and say, if we move on from him, it's a built-in an excuse. It's going to lead to more losses, which is going to mean we're going to wind up with well, the unless quarterback. They feeling, well, unless they were feeling the pressure of the losses, so we have to win. No, oh, we'd like to just prove to people that we can kind of right the ship. Here Thank a God bit. that that who who was the, their kicker at the time against the Jets, Mason Crosby. That no, that missed the kick against uh, the Rams. They would have beaten the Rams. <laughs> They'd be thinking like, yeah, but think of the momentum. That I know carry. all that momentum. Robin Haldon, hi Rob. Hey guys, by the way, very insightful interview with John Winthrop. Uh, he, I didn't realize that he pulled all the strings that make your show successful. Right, with you, you do realize well, without him pulling the strings on the show, we're just two hacks who turn on the mics and either discuss sports or eat apples. You don't know which no direction idea. we go in, yeah. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But every boss in America feels that way, so uh, you're not alone. Um, what I wanted to call about was I, watching the playoffs intently this year. Every year I watch, and I feel the same way, you know, just like in baseball, pitching and defense wins the World Series. 
in football, inevitably good running back teams with good running backs tend to win when weather gets bad and all that kind of thing. And I just can't believe how much the position has been devalued. You think about like how the whole system is built. The best athlete growing up, the best athlete in high school, usually many of the best college players, they're all running backs. And you get to the NFL, and then they're like, ah, there's a million guys like but, you. But You're Rob, worthless, because which is the not shelf true. life of the running back is almost non-existent. You take the quarterback, you yeah, have him for 15 it. years. You take the running back, you're lucky if you get eight. I get that, but you know what? If I were the Giants and Jets, and the, you know, I'm, I'm one of those few fans that's kind of fans of both, which I know is blasphemy in your world, I would draft 100 offensive linemen in a row before I draft any more skill players because as good as the skilled players are, they're only as good as their offensive lines. And every good team and every team that wins every year pretty much has a great offensive line. And that's the bottom line. And maybe there aren't enough of those guys to go around. Well, it's also either, harder, though. But it's a wasteful conversation. It's a wasteful conversation to keep trying to draft the perfect quarterback or the break wide-breaking receiver when no one can get them the ball if everyone's on top of the quarterback, you know, every play. It's also yeah, but you hard also- to hit on that. Right. I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, you're talking about two of the harder positions to draft, too, with quarterback and an offensive lineman. I mean, just like, even look at the draft now. I mean, we go through all these mock drafts. I mean, you're seeing top of the draft. It's quarterbacks, it's it's offensive linemen, and it's wide receivers. Right. I saw something yesterday that said nine offensive linemen in round one. The college game has changed. Now, I know more of the college game is being incorporated into into the NFL, but, I mean, look, we talk about the Giants all the time, how many draft picks they've spent on offensive linemen. It just hasn't worked. Right, like Evan Neal doesn't look like it worked. No, it but, it's, right. but it's not pick. like you haven't invested into it. You just haven't been good at taking care easy. of it. No, and it's it. I mean, to spend money on Nate Solder and then Evan Neal and Will Hernandez was a high pick. It's just you now. You've, when you hit, great. You, I mean, when you hit, awesome. When you hit Panay Sewell, right, right, or Andrew Thomas. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're laughing. But as far as like, I mean, immediate impact too. You're looking at. I mean, you got some of these guys. That's the. I guess that's the temptation sometimes with the running back too, right? Is that. It's the easiest transition. It's one of the easier transitions from college to the I NFL. Think, I think receiver, running back are probably the, right, so right, two of the easiest. As soon as they step on the field, you can actually get some return. Right, which is important because otherwise you'd never take a running back if you didn't get immediate return. No, and I'll tell you what, though. I mean, this is you, you might start seeing it, though, too, with as the position continues to get devalued. You know what I mean? Like it, you look for value in, in different areas because he's not wrong. Like if you have a guy, I mean, if you have a really good running back on a team that that's kind of like – the one thing that you're missing, especially someone that's you can do like a bunch of different things, right. not just a running back, you know, out of the backfield and everything else. I mean, you teams take you take advantage of that. You're going to have to pay a running back soon. Well, especially because he was a first round pick. That was not no right. So you get four years, and then you're going to have to decide what you want to do with him. Thing is, he's great. You're going to pay him big money after four years. I don't know. Well, it depends on who the GM is. Still, uh, let, let's see. We have a long way before we get there. Long way. Um, RJ, yes, Dave. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Is is the tide turning a little bit with you? Ah, uh, not yet. Tomorrow be in a better mood or no? Like, is every day getting better and better, or are we just in the doldrums? Getting better, but it's so fractional that it's not even really worth touching on yet, I would say. But today must be much better than Monday. Yes. Much better, but we're still, like, single-digit percentage points. Has John reviewed your stuff you, uh, stuff you missed, just to make sure it's... Sporty enough. Yeah. I feel like John's sending a message. I feel like he is putting me on notice a little bit. I you mean, feel like your job's in jeopardy? Well, he pretty much, he, I mean, you, you, you weren't in here, but he came in and didn't even say hello. He was just like, you're welcome for giving you all the content you needed today. Because that was part that was what he planned out yesterday. You think he was concerned I wouldn't come up with anything good? 
<laughs> Who knows? He's playing chess, he said. That's right. Not not just playing chess, he's like the Bobby Fischer yeah. of the game of chess. This show was the all Boris because Spassky. this show was all because of the plan he had set in motion yesterday. Right. I will tell you this. I don't believe that he did this. If he's genius enough that he says on the call, which uh, I don't know, the guy the guy is documenting what he's going to do in the call, but doesn't remind us the call is happening. If he's actually that genius, then hats off to him. Then the guy is an absolute genius. On a it's call, like the Oppenheimer Sports Talk Radio. On a, on a call that we weren't sure still was right. happening. And the only reason you even knew is because you're like, you know what? I'll neurotically check <laughs> yes. and make sure this, in fact, is happening. By the way, if you're on hold, hang on there. We'll get to you in a couple minutes. RJ, have at it. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. See ya! Touchdown! Rebound score! The sh** you missed. All right, pre-All-Star break in the book for the Knicks. They lose to the Magic by 18. Hope he's all right. So... Paulo Boncaro scored 36. Oh, he was very annoying last night. He hit six threes. The Magic shot 63% against a Knicks team that was playing with nine players. I know you're not going to have this information. Mm-hmm. I would love to know the highest shooting percentage in the game this season. Because that's that's got to be right up there, I, right? I, I think I heard that they... I think into the third quarter, I think they were still shooting in the 70s. They were. They were. Like 71% in the third quarter at some point. Uh, Jalen had 33, 20 in the first quarter. He felt good after the first quarter. He felt bad after the other three. Fourth straight loss for the Knicks. They take a 33-22 and 22 record into the eight-day break for them. Obviously, you'll see a lot of Jalen this weekend. That gets him fourth place in the East after the, not the first half, but the first portion of the schedule. Great first half. Very disappointing. Not even their own fault. Final 10 days. So if I offered you fourth place, they are four back of the Cavs for the two seed, two back of the Bucks for the three seed, half gave up on the Sixers for the five. I didn't really tell you how we got here. And I told you what your roster could be when healthy by the end of the season. You signed up for this back in October? Yes. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I, I think you'd have to. But if you asked me 10 days ago... Would you want to be here? You'd say, I mean, you're so banged up, and now you've lost four games in a row. I got to say, and it won't stay this way, the standings. Could you imagine a healthy Knicks team and a healthy Sixers team in the 4-5? That's terrifying. 
Uh, we'd be going right after Andrew Gunling. That'd be terrifying. Right after him. Uh, uh, the Pacers shot 67% in the game in January. That's crazy. Uh, second night in a row, Celtics beat the Nets. The second night was much worse than the first. And the first night, they lost by 18. Last night was 50. So Brooklyn just gets rocked to sleep. Boston, the <laughs> third team in league history to post multiple 50-point wins in a season. They get rocked to sleep. It was night-night for the, for the Nets. Uh, so you imagine RJ Trash talking into anything like that? No. <laughs> going to rock you to yeah. sleep. Yeah. The lullaby. What are, you, what are you doing, Dad, rocking you to sleep, pal? I'm, I'm an excellent rocker. Celtics beat the Pacers by 51 on November 1st and beat the Nets by 50 last night. Also, Joe Mazzula's 100th win as a head coach. So that's Brooklyn's worst loss since moving to Brooklyn in 2012. The Nets entered the All-Star break. Losers of five of their last six. They trailed by as many as 56 in the fourth. To backups. They cleared the bench. Uh, that is the second worst loss in the history of the Nets, going back to the New Jersey days. Two nights, two losses by Brooklyn, combined 68 points to the Celtics. Yeah, but that 18-point loss looks like they were right in that Competitive, game. Competitive, yeah. yeah. Uh, not a great day for Isaiah Stewart. Touched on this earlier of the Pistons, who punched Drew Eubanks and the Suns in the underbelly of the stadium before the game. Stewart- you cl- clearly, you read underbelly of the stadium because you keep reading it and quoting it. Tunnel of the stadium? Basement? Yeah. I, it changed. Underbelly? What would you like him to call no, it? I don't know. Underbelly of the stadium. Seems... I swear to you, I did not read it. That's just oh. what I Seedy underbelly, okay? Yeah. Uh, well, it's so... not seedy. Is <laughs> 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 a three-card Monty going on where they were fighting? It's you nice, don't know. It's a nice game, three-card Monty. You've never played three-card Monty. I swear to you, I've played. Really? Yeah. I, I've never I played, played Ward at Casino. But yeah, they have that. It's, it's great. I've never played three-card Monty. Yeah, why wouldn't I? It's great odds. Straight beats a flush. You didn't know I knew that. I'm impressed. No. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's All-Star Game status unknown. He's got a left adductor strain. Adam Silver went on McAfee and says Las Vegas with, we knew this, definitely, he said, in play for an expansion city for the NBA. LeBron. Hot yep. take. Yeah, LeBron. Owner. We know that already. No. LeBron's owning it. Uh, well, why do we say we know that already? Because we already that. know that. Everybody you, knows it. You RJ, might. did you know that? Uh, I mean, not factually, but yeah. I, yeah, because everybody knows it. Look at you. That's not a hot take. That's, <laughs> That's a, a hot take. That would no. go in the cold take. Sizzling. Book. No. Yeah. Brutally <laughs> uninspiring take. I'm not getting any more bananas. What? <laughs> I'm not getting any more bananas. <laughs> but I like it. No, I don't I, care. I, that banana was great, by the way. Yeah, right. Yeah, so was mine. Delicious. Because you guys are so focused on the looks of banana. You know what? We get swayed by looks. Appearance. That's right. Yankees have pitchers and catchers ready to roll. Some injury news. Scott Efros had a setback. Return from Tommy John. Probably not available until summer, according to Aaron Boone. Speaking of Tommy John, Jason Dominguez will start the season on the 60-day IL as he recovers from his own. Uh, Dominguez, by the way, began his throwing program last week, so he's hopeful to swing a bat by the end of spring training. Jose Trevino, strain of calf muscle, going to miss the first few weeks of spring training. Boone hopeful he's ready for opening day. And the Yankees also brought back Lou Trevino. I was I was hoping that wasn't going to happen. It is Trevino. Just just, just for the This is like just Thibodeau, for the Thibodeau. Yep. Yeah. Uh, $1.5 million deal, one-year contract, club option 2025. Catcher, just, Trevino. Trevino. Just yeah, but you Verlander. can't, when you say it on the fly, Focus. sometimes yeah, you lose. Tough. You got to practice. Yeah. Uh, Justin Verlander, a little behind schedule. His return from shoulder surgery, dealing with inflammation, and his status for uh, opening day now up in the air. He turns 41 next week, by the way. Uh, Josh Hader, speak of the Astros, now the official closer for the Strohs. Ryan Presley is the setup man. MLB says they're going to enforce the obstruction rule around the bases, which is when a fielder who's not in possession of the ball or fielding the ball impedes the progress of a runner. You're going to see that called more this year. 
Uh, Steve Spagnolo signs a contract to remain the Chiefs defensive coordinator. Steve Wilkes out as the Niners defensive coordinator. Chris Holtman out as head coach of Ohio State men's hoops. And Notre Dame and Army going to play the Shamrock Series at Yankee Stadium on November 23rd. Is that Thanksgiving weekend? Mm, very well might be. <laughs> there you go. Gobble, nice. gobble. Gobble, gobble. J-A-C-Y-N. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you do the little Thanksgiving on Thursday, the football game Friday, NFL game. Maybe the Jets involved again. And then over to Yankee Stadium That's on just Saturday. They want. they want the Jets back on Black Friday. I saw something I'd never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> I had to relive it, too, because like an idiot, I watched the uh, the Hard Knocks. You watched Hard Knocks again? No, I watched the, the Dolphins one. I wasn't finished with it. So I had nothing on TV, so I was like, oh, I'll, throw, I'll throw it back on. Right. And of course it was... I have one more episode the in, Fail Mary. in Winning Time, that Lakers show, season two. Nice. Congratulations. It's, it's really good. I have not watched it. None of it? None of it. It's ve- have you guys watched it? RJ? Raymond? Winning Time? No? Uh, I have not. By the way, Thanksgiving this year is the 28th, so it's a weekend before. The weekend before? Yeah. Wow. Why is he so disappointed? In because because the guy has vacations for two years planned. Because I didn't know what weekend Thanksgiving. He asked us what summer vacation we want from last year. Yeah, he starts asking us. Time to put in your vacation time. Sorry, let me study the calendar. Right at the break, and we'll get we'll get back to the calls and stuff next. My God, this guy's the worst. Can't win with him, huh? All right, send more nasty emails about John, please. I uh, got a nice tweet from Keith Fitzpatrick. What did he say? Now that the frenzy's over for a while, can we have Trash Winthrop? Yes. Want to do that tomorrow? Trash Winthrop? Yeah. No, I just think that you can use him in the roast. Okay. A lot. Every time. Yep. Yeah. 1-800-919-3776. lot of calls. Continue with the Giants. Raymond, you singing today? Bowers sang yesterday. I don't got the voice to sing today. All right. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Is this Pinocchio? This is right. I see what you've done here. This is the Puppet Master's song. He stands by it. Yeah, he came in again yeah, and said, again. I'm, I'm running point. He kinda, he's now taunting us with it. It was it's fine. fine. Whatever. Let's get back to the calls because you know you know us. We love the sports. Love it. We're very streamlined. R- RJ? Yes. What what percentage of the show would you say has been sports today? Does talking about John in relation to Disney count? No. Mm. Well, it does because it's his love of the yeah, Jets. Jets. It's sports. Well, no, if the well, Jets that, are involved, I guess. Does that count, your love of Disney and the Jets? Is that sports? He says no. Okay. So I'd say probably like 40. No. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was no. it was much higher before. No. We did, we, I mean, the last segment was all Giants. We did Yankees. We we did ja- NFL. Jets, we did Knicks. Yeah. We did, You're right. We did Knicks. It's, it's in the 50 to 60% range. No. It's not higher than 60. 70 Travis one, Kelsey sound. Yeah. We had Aaron Boone sound. The stuff you missed was all... Yeah, but we also spent... And a, observations was all sports related. Yeah, but we spent a whole segment talking to Carl from Queens about his dating. That wasn't the whole segment. It was like 10 minutes of... No, it was 14. a piece of the segment. It started sports and then it, it morphed into this super hot lady that he was trying to... Uh, Listen, you don't have to convince me. I'm a fan of what we do. It's our boss who thinks we're hacks, I think. This is our own fault because we end up having so much fun we don't realize how much time we're spending on something. Time flies when you're having fun. It really does. It does. Been here almost four hours. Let's get back to the sports to raise Let's those call. percentages. Will Staten Island. Hi, Will. Hey, how you doing? Uh, so I find that Giants fans really don't like Daniel Jones, but I think that's mainly because of how much he's getting paid. 
when they played that Minnesota game in the playoffs, he was like the best player on the field. It, it, it's almost the same way Knicks fans view Julius Randle. Very underappreciated. You know, they don't uh, see the value in these guys. Julius Randle better than Daniel Jones, though. Like, I don't, I don't think you could even yeah, compare 100%. that, right? Yeah, 100%. I think right now with the Knicks team, you can see how much they needed Julius and how he can space the floor, and he's also a facilitator. Yeah, but I also think you're right. I, I think, thanks for the call, Will. I think there's a lot of Giants fans that already had kind of a, I think Dave's one of those Giants fans. Like, he, there was some real question, you know, when Brian Dable took over as to whether or not Daniel Jones would, would end up being the Giants quarterback. Now, give Brian Dable and Daniel Jones credit. They figured it out. And ended up, you know, having uh, hey an amazing season, win a road playoff game. But then you see what happens last year, where you know back to the same stuff, turning the football over and gets hurt. So was that one season the, I guess the the outlier? Is that who he is? Or well, was year that just, one he was really good. Yeah, but then the next two he wasn't. Right, and then last year he was, and this year he wasn't, and then he got hurt twice. Right, and wasn't really what when he was healthy wasn't he was not good. No, so no. I. Th- I'm, I mean, I'm at the point where I'm ready to move on. And I think most most Giants fans probably are as well. But I think the same kind of thing with Randall. As we first saw him, I was like, oh, this is not great. And then he turns around and plays, has an amazing season. Right. Losing the playoffs. People are upset that he wasn't great in the playoffs. Then we had the whole, he ends up going the whole you know, thumbs down thing. That was still, bad. I mean, he's been here, what, four years? He's been an all-star three times. Right. But it's time for him to produce in the playoffs, though. Which is going to be the only thing you need to see from him at this point. Right, which, you know he's good in the regular season. Which maybe him being hurt is good because it's a blessing because he'll be fresh. He won't be worn down. And clearly, the fact that he has a lot more support this year than he's ever had in the past should help him as well. Because you can say what you want about the whole COVID championship for the Lakers. There is no question that Anthony Davis, especially getting the amount of time off he did going into the bubble and not having to travel, helped him absolutely. He was great, it's huge for them. Yeah. Oh, by the way, RJ, the whole first hour of the show was, was who was your, like... What's happening with your eye right now? What do you mean? You, does your left eye, is it bothering you? It's a little It looks itchy. like you might have pink eye. You no. think it's the banana? You're touching it, but it looks very pink. Game of disease banana. Look what happens. You're getting a sty? A sty? It's like, it's not as, it's pink. <laughs> He's very it, concerned It's now. pink and it's not as wide as the right one. Oh, no. It's closing. It's closing up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Look what you've done. Look at him. He keeps touching Well, it, now I'm scared. And it's, getting, it's getting smaller than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably, if my eyes swelled shut, I'd probably have to stay here till 10 o'clock. If my tongue grew three times the normal size and I couldn't get words out appropriately, they'd probably be like, listen, you, you can leave at 10. Peter left his show to go to a tennis match years ago. And took the Comrex in the, in the cab. In the cab. <laughs> RJ? There's real concern for him right now. For me? The, I yeah, I'm worried about right. you. Really? You see that thing? Arjun, look, look at that thing. doesn't look great. doesn't look you great. You can see it from there? Yeah. It's not good. It's <laughs> so full of it. He can't see anything. I think you should wear an eye patch. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> like a pirate. <laughs> what kind of pirate was that? <laughs> a European pirate. Is that labeled pirates? It's labeled David Rick pirate. The whole first Stop hour. Stop touching it. I can't help it. It's itchy. <laughs> The whole first hour of the show. Dave Rothenberg, Pirate Radio. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Very sportsy the first hour. You're right. It was all sports. Right. Like Sporty Spice. You right. walk that back now? Yeah, I'd say it's in the 60% range. 70% oh, range? 20% swing. Wow. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, all right. Now that we know. Steven in White Plains. Hi, Steve. 
Hey, guys, so the Giants' offense stinks. They score 13 points a game, and you're going to let your best player, Saquon Barkley, walk? Makes absolutely no sense. They made a mistake. They made a mistake bringing Kafka back. I think his play calling last year and his overall philosophy regressed so bad from 2022. I think they're going to score 13 points a game again. All right. So, so why would you? So I why mean, would you pay Saquon then? You Saquon just, is their best player right. on offense. Oh, okay. But he scores he's, 13 points with them. So I mean, why not build well, the team around him better? No. He's more than just a running back, and he's very talented, by the way, in the passing game, so they only throw the ball to him once a game, right? I mean, that makes a whole lot of sense, too, doesn't it? <laughs> he's, he's he's hurt all the time, Steve? <clears throat> what was he hurt, two games last year? I don't think so. I think it was two or three. I don't think it was more than that. Well, I, listen, so, Steve, Steve, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Um, just so you know, too, Kafka got a promotion. If you're wondering about the play calling, got a little extra added to the title. Bump. Yeah, so did Tierney. Uh, but if 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 your argument is is you can't get rid of your best player because they scored scored 13 points, so you should re-sign him and pay him what he wants so you can score 13 points again. What that doesn't make any sense. That wouldn't be the argument that I I was going to use. No, you again. I don't want it to be negative about Saquon. I think he's a terrific running back. My point is. Does it make sense to spend $12 million a year on him and lock him up for a couple of years or move on and spend that money elsewhere? Well, right now, you get the feeling from the Giants that it would make it, it for them makes more sense to let him hit free agency and see what his market is. And if the, it's a number that they feel comfortable with, then you know maybe he comes back to the Giants. But, I mean, you just told me that you think there's a team that's going to pay him what he wants. So, I, well, what do you think? That's the case. You don't think there's going to be a team that'll pay him $12 million a year? I think he's more likely as to a get, finishing piece, right? Well, I think he's more likely on a better team to get what he's looking for than he is with the Giants, for the reason that he just mentioned. I mean, if yeah, he's your best offensive player, but if that means we're still going to be scoring thirteen points a game, why would I? You're the, I, you're the Ravens. You just didn't run the ball in a game that you probably could have run the ball and, and maybe won the Super Bowl with. Do you consider bringing him in? Yeah, well, I think I mean, listen, uh, he's not going to get. Christian McCaffrey money, and he's probably not as good as Christian McCaffrey, but you saw the effect Christian McCaffrey had with that offense. Offense that's loaded with talent, but all of a sudden you add that piece to it, it allows someone like Kyle Shanahan, who's you know unbelievable at what he does, it opens up a, a bunch of different things that he totally, wants to do. Totally, But let's be fair, McCaffrey's better than Saquon. Yeah, right, but I'm still, I'm saying, I mean, if there's a team, like you just mentioned, that has a ton of talent, but has this one, you know, one missing piece to... You know, to their offense and, and how the guy that's calling the plays want to run his offense. I mean, Saquon Barkley, when he's healthy, is still, I mean, he's still Elite. a really effective player. Totally agree. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. You know, it's time for the melange, which is delightful. All sports melange, though. Huh? Uh, it has to be all sports. Well, is it, that's the, the definition of the melange. Yeah, yeah. We want to make sure we keep our percentages high here. Because who knows? You know? Who knows, you know? I don't want to be a part of none of these little slaps, you know? Well, I understand. We don't have a potion. Are you going to turn the music off anymore? No, he likes it. I, people actually I'm like the music. Roll. Raymond does roll Raymond, it right out there. Raymond does what Raymond wants to do. That's it. How do you feel about uh, Bauer singing yesterday on the show, and really maybe in some ways stealing the show? If that's what you want to call it, I mean, 
Love, I love Whoa. Tom. I love Tom. But There's an old man sitting next to me, <laughs> making love to his tonic engine. Gin. That's not even the best part. It's so When good. I wore younger man's clothes. <laughs> it's so off. Like, I hope that's intentional. No, what do you mean? no. No, that was, yeah, that was him. Th- yeah. He was, was giving it. Intentional. That's, that was him singing. Uh, RJ just brought this to my attention. I did not know this. Did you know Bauer has a big podcast? What's it called? Where can we listen? Yeah, what's the podcast? What do you what do you, you hear the computer? So, uh, John, so we, it was tweeted at us yesterday, and John uh, actually brought it up. I should have brought it up earlier to you guys. That's why he's the uh, the engine that makes this whole thing go. He's the puppet master, as he says. Stop. But Stop yes. stroking his ego, would you please? Well, but he does have a podcast. It's gross. Bauer when I wore younger man's clothes. <laughs> Is that you playing that? <laughs> yeah. I believe it's called Diamond Duo. Baseball podcast? Yes. So it's him and another baseball buddy. I think so. Uh-huh. Chopping up on baseball. Do you? Uh, is there a, a place that he can? People can gather this podcast. I'm sure wherever you get your podcast, Re- wherever you get him, you can yeah. you hear the uh, baseball Diamond buddy. Mm-hmm. It's not called baseball buddy. Yeah, that's what he said. Diamond, Diamond Duel. <laughs> like baseball buddy better. <laughs> Sounds like a training tool. <laughs> the baseball buddy. Baseball buddy. Yeah. If you you can't throw 75, no. get the baseball buddy. Get the baseball buddy. That'll that'll change everything. Um, a lot of calls rolling in here. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven. Seven six. Before we get to that, when I wore a younger man's clothes, <laughs> clothes, <laughs> Danny in Long Island. Hi, Danny. That was one of the most frightening. Th- that wasn't actually singing. That was talking. I don't know what that was, but anyway, guys, great show as always. Keep up the side conversation and banter. The suits, as usual, have no idea what they're doing. And uh, as far as Mister Winthrop's concerned, if you Google. Disney World mental illness, you will see that that's actually a thing now. Adults prancing around Disney World in full costume, ruining the day for the children. It's actually out there. Dis- so- I'm going to hang on. I'm going to do this while you're on the line. Disneyland. So Adults. if we see, so so Danny, what you're telling me is if we see, like, if we see something on ESPN pops up, John Winthrop out DWI, it's Disney World illness is what it is. There's adults parading around Disney World, ruining it for kids. By the way, he literally uh, that- said prancing, by the way. You see, I want to get back. Well, if you're wearing a Mickey Mouse outfit, you could be prancing. I want to get back to sports because we know it has to be sports related. Dave, we all love we all love the running backs for Barkley, but you're right. You get paid for what you can produce in the future. And I'm going to start naming running backs. And you name, you stop me when you don't think one of these is at least as good as Barkley for the next two or three years. Okay. McGaffrey, Brees Hall, Travis ATM, Rasheed Rice, Rasheed Moses, Rasheed Rice, Rasheed Rice, Rasheed Rice. Rashad Rice, Joe Mixon, Who's, what, Rashad John White. Robinson, oh, Rashad White, okay. Maya Gibbs, James Cook, Isaiah Pacheco. There's, there's, a, mi- there's a million really good running backs. <laughs> Kenneth Walker III, James I get your point. <laughs> there's a lot of really good running backs. I agree. Right. So, so, so it all has to be tied into what you're willing to get paid. Because, listen, if he wants a two- or three-year contract, he could go to a professional. You know, you go to a team that has established running backs – and you could be part of a great team. You're just not going to get paid as much because you're in a rotation. And the Ravens couldn't run the ball, by the way, because their number one running back, that rookie, he got he got no no no. They couldn't run the ball because they didn't run the ball. They didn't even try no, to run the football. No, but that rookie all pro, soon to be all pro guy, he tore his ACL in like week sixteen. Yeah, but they so, still against, they, yeah. they they just went away from the run for no absolutely no good reason. They I think they ran what? the ball six times the entire game. Which As I mentioned, back, the yeah. after, it, was one of the, it was one of the worst coaching performances, and to have that come from Harbaugh was a shock. Oh, I was and by the way, as far as, 
As far as uh, I, I clearly stand with the uh, the suspension of Shooter. He he the the, uh, the calls have been getting progressively wilder. He did a a frenzy the other last week when he had to be cut off almost immediately. Uh, it's a it's a fair judgment and punishment must be meted out. Thank well, you. That's where we are. Did you have you seen this picture, please, of the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I got it. Are they wearing blazers in the in the photo? And who's this other slappy he's doing the podcast? No, don't say that. Oh, sorry. Who's this other gentleman? That's, that's Tony Puglisi. <laughs> it is. How do you know this? This is his name right there. What do you, you can't see? You can read that. Uh, yes. Is that how it's pronounced? Are that's because you, you, you got a bum oh. eye. See, see it. I, I'm the, no way could I see that. Because you got a bum eye. I'm I, telling you. you have a, I see Tom Bauer. Do you have a banana allergy? No, I don't think so. Is my eye as bad? It's a little better. A little better. Yeah. Calm down a little. <laughs> oh, that's Tony. But now, yes. If you offered me five million dollars, can you see that? You got the same picture. Can you see that? It's a, it's hard to see but he's got contacts picture. in. That's it's not Tony fair. Puglisi. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. You can you can see that it says Tony Puglisi. Is yeah. that how it's pronounced? I, well, I don't know if that's how well, it's pronounced. How would you pronounce it, Raymond? Yeah, Pugliesi. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm asking. I don't. know. Well, how would you pronounce? You're our linguist. I e s e. How would you pronounce it, Raymond? Pugliese. <laughs> I don't know. Pugliese. Uh, oh no. What? Uh, Akil V. Ray brings no life to the show. Ugh. Bauer in one day provided more about himself and let his personality shine. Get rid of Ray. Bring Dahmer back to the show. <laughs> Is that going to be the new movement? All right. Have him. Bring back Dahmer. Go no, no, it. that's not me. He likes Slipknot. We found out about he likes Slipknot. Yeah. And he's got a voice about angels. Yeah. Let's go to uh, John in Highland. He wants to ask you a question. Go ahead, John. Hey, how are you guys? I just had a question uh, about the New Jersey Devils. Uh, they need a goalie pretty bad. Uh, what, what, what would you say top three on goalies we could possibly acquire? Uh, top three Thanks, goalies you could possibly right acquire? Um, yeah. I'll say this. The Markstrom with Calgary, I was just reading the other day, is potential that he could be available. And he's having a great season for Calgary. He was unbelievable yeah, the other he night. He was really good. He had, I mean, the year last year not so good. Year before that, he was awesome, and then he's bounced back this year, and he's been really good for them. But I mean, it's it's probably, I mean, it's it's one of the missing pieces for the Devils right now. So the kid from last year is no, mm. not gonna. We met him, remember at the tailgate. He was at the tailgate. I didn't meet him. Schmidt was at the tailgate. I didn't meet him. You didn't meet him? No, he was there. Okay. You could have sat you on my busy. lap. I wasn't signing. I, I, you didn't even know who Joe Leo was. Why would you know who the? I saw Joe Leo yesterday. No, I, you I, didn't. Why would Akira Schmidt sit on your lap? That's a good question. I'm saying, why would a Kirschman sit on your lap? He wouldn't. He would not. And did he like did that? not. Did you my, want him to? Forget it. You want me to sit on your lap? No. I'm going to rub my eye on you if you do. Don't touch me with that thing. Um, RJ, was Joe Leo here yesterday? Yes. Was, was I not conversational and like, hey, Joe, how are you? Well, I think you overdid a little bit. Because in an effort to really prove that you know who he is now, you walked around the corner and you're like, wow, look, it's Joe Leo. <laughs> yes. Like you announced to the room that Joe Leo had walked into the room. Right. Well, I'm trying to make good for my... My bad moment a couple of uh, months ago. It was a bad moment. <laughs> John, do you see what I deal with every day? Just take note. John loves me. It slices it, dices it, Marianne's. <laughs> yeah. Ray, you sure you don't want to sing one time a little bit? A little bit. Today's not a good Maybe day. Maybe your voice when is When I wore a younger man's clothes, <laughs> there's an old man sitting next to me. Making love to his tonic engine. 
<laughs> I could literally just make that the three stars if you like. No, that was yesterday. Don't be lazy. Ray, three stars. Today's three stars. Number three. Ah, uh, the theme today. Less less Stop nonsense, more, there, more sports, and you know, it leads to all these off-topic things. First of all, Carl, tell tell her how you feel at this point, man. It's been months since you've uh since you've gone out. I want what's best for you, but you got you, you gotta put it out there. Just tell her how you feel at this point, buddy. That's my that's my advice. Number two. Uh Sure. You're not gonna, all right, stop. That's a result of Rick banging his head on his mic because of uh, Djibouti Dan's phone calls. And Dan is uh, teetering on the uh, shooter territory. Suspend him. Suspension? Oh, dear. <laughs> Callers, theme of the day. Jesus or Jesus is on the <laughs> What do you think he should be? I legitimately don't know. If you had to guess, where would you go? <laughs> Hi, Jesus. It's actually Jesus. No! <laughs> Number one. And again, the result, this is when all the result. When I wore a younger man's clothes. This is all the result of one man's critiques. Who the heck is this John Windrow taking away your personality? This leads to more anger and more emails. You're a piece of crap. Dave, you're worthless. A piece of garbage. You're a moron. Ray's the best person on that show, and you're the worst. You piece of garbage. You're worthless. Garbage. Just want you to know you're garbage. I, I got it from that email. All right, we'll do this again on a Friday. For now, it's Rule 76. No excuses playing a champion. It's DPH or Rothenberg. And Carpe Omnia. 987 ESPN. Dave, you're worthless. Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.